Welcome back to the Sporting Goss. Not a great day for golf, but it was a great weekend up at Geraldton for Hayden Barron, who's our next guest on the Sporting Goss. Congratulations on your win at Sporting Park, mate. Thanks very much, Tim. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, terrific. Um, obviously, uh, an amateur still deciding when to click over to the professional ranks, and I suppose it's another um, a tick of the box when you have a win against a, a sort of a, a mixed field of a, a, in a pro-am. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's... Um... It was good to get the win, um, especially after uh, a couple of seconds in the last 12 to 18 months. Um, so that no, was really nice to, to get there in, in a pro event. And yeah, uh, test my game against uh, the best that were in WA. You turned for home with a bit of a lead. Uh, how did you go in that final round? Uh, and are you a uh, scoreboard watcher? <laughs> well, firstly, on the scoreboard, I normally am, but um, I, was, I was strangely calm on, on Sunday and, and opted to not look at any. Um, I walked past a big one through nine <laughs> holes and um, had, a, had a quick squeeze and saw that I someone was a couple behind, but I thought, you know, if I shoot a couple under, I'll, I'll be safe this side. So um, that was my goal to shoot 200 on the back. I had a short six-footer on the last uh, to, to get that 200 on the back nine, but I was kind of trying to judge everyone's body language and it seemed like I had it in the bag, so I just lagged it down and off and close. I've always, I've always <laughs> wondered that. So you had a six-footer. You, to to achieve a personal mental goal and obviously a score goal as well, and you were just gauging the audience. Is that how you were going about this? Whether you won or lost? Yeah, I was, mate. I I uh, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I, I wanted to know. I had a, I had a six footer downhill, and, and the greens at Thorny Park can get seriously quick um, down downhill and down grain. And I, I had had a couple of. Um, Missed short parts earlier on in the week on the Saturday, and I just, you know, obviously didn't want to to have a a knee, a knee knocker to potentially win. So I thought I'll roll it down there. If it goes in last roll, then then so be it. But I feel like two parts is going to be enough, judging by everyone's uh, reaction in the crowd. So. And you only got up by one shot. So if you don't make the six footer, then the whole body language of everyone changes, and you have to look around to see what goes next. Yeah, exactly right. No, it kind of sat right on the edge. It could have fallen in, but it didn't. But um, <laughs> no, it was. Uh, I could tell straight away as soon as it sat on the edge that I was I was going to be all right. Nice work. So what did what did the girlfriend Julia do at this time? Where, was, was she walking the course with you? Was she a part of that crowd? <laughs> yeah, she was. She was. Uh, she was standing up on uh, on the walkway just on on the way off the green with one of my good friends, um, Connor Fuchs, just uh, watching on. But I think she she said afterwards she thought that I was in a playoff. She she's still trying to get her head around all the scoring and golf <laughs> and whatnot. So she was uh, she was hassling Connor to make sure that that I had one. But um, yeah, no. Nah. Uh, it's a good story. Hayden Barron is our guest. He's an amateur. He's a WA amateur. Been on the scene for some time. And thinking about turning pro, I mean, what holds you back, mate? What holds you back? I know when you become a pro, you've all of a sudden, unless you get great sponsorship and great financial support, you know, it is tough. You play for check for check, especially in the early days of being a professional. So what, what's holding you back making that turn? Yeah, definitely uh, financially a little bit. Um, fortunately enough, I'm a part of the high performance program with, with Golf WA and, um, they support us through uh, with a lot of our expenses um, throughout the year, so that support's nice. Um, obviously, turning pro would give that up, but also, um, you know, ideally, I want to have uh, some status on a, on a tour before I do decide to make the the jump. Um, I did plan to go to European Tour School this year, which has been cancelled mm-hmm. now, unfortunately, um, and that's kind of where I've always aimed to to start. I went to European Tour School a couple of years ago, but was unsuccessful, so. I decided to just um, hold on, play the amateur events and, and just try and, um, you know, perfect my craft before uh, 
before making the jump because I want to make sure right, once I do, I am ready to, to get out there and um, make the most of the opportunity. So uh, our guest is Hayden Barron. He won at Sporting Park in Geraldton, of course, the the, uh, the Pro-Am event, of course, up there. What was the course like? Obviously, you had you liked it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's gorgeous, mate. They, uh, they've got – they don't have many many staff up there. I think they were saying they only have one paid green staff and the rest are volunteers. So it's a really country-style course. Um, the greens are spectacular. They're, they're a, a saltine grass. They're a little bit different to, to what we play back home. Um, a little bit hardier through the through the Geraldton um, weather, but mm-hmm. no, the course is spectacular. The par fives are relatively gettable, so um, that's kind of where I I targeted my birdies, and then um, a few short par fours. You can get a couple of wedges in close and make a couple of birdies that way as well. The next Adidas Pro Am Series event is up at uh, the Caratha Pro Am, which starts uh, in a couple of days. Tom, you've decided against going up there. Are the one day events uh, or whatever they are? Are those short tournaments? Are they a bit of a killer for you? Where you sort of go, well, if I go up there, it's a long way to go for one day. If I don't play well, then they, they hit you in the hip pocket. Yeah, I think so. If, if I was pro, I'd definitely be going. But I think um, you know, seeing as I'm an amateur. I'm not really going to be making any money up there anyway. Um, I'm probably spending it a, a lot more than it's than it's worth to get sure, the way up there. Sure. Um, there's a few sand grain courses as well, which I've never played before, so I'm not sure if I'd fancy my putting on the uh, or even my approach shots in on the sand grain. I don't really know mm. what the goal is. So yeah, I decided to um, have a couple of days off in Calbarry instead. Um, yeah, we've had three three proams in the last kind of month, so it's been a good stretch. But yeah, now it's. Uh, Back to the drawing board. So, what is the, what is the plan? When I mean, obviously, with uh, with what's going on in Victoria, we've still got obviously the COVID issue. So, you, that's a bit of a balancing act for any golfer, I'm sure, in Australia. And as much as the circuit, so to speak, is in WA at the moment, that's a good thing for you. But when do you get your head around what's next in regards to your development, in regards to your calendar of events? Yeah. Oh, that's a tough question. I was. Um... As I said earlier, I was planning on going to, to European Tour School, which I only found out last week, or the start of yeah, the start of last week that that's been cancelled. Um, that's that's pretty new news. So yep. that was always the plan. They were going to have a first stage um, over, I believe, in Melbourne, but I heard rumours about potentially Adelaide, um, which would have been the first time it's been out of Europe ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we could have had a second and third stage over in Spain if we got through. So that was kind of what I was aiming towards, um, and then. Potentially, if I got status there, I was going to have a crack at the Australian Tour School um, as kind of like a secondary um, tour to play on, which would be the start of next year. Um, So I don't know now whether my focus shifts to uh, directly onto that or whether or not I look at something else, maybe through Japan or through Mm. Asia. But um, I don't know. I'm still a little bit sceptical about travelling there and Mm. I'm not really sure if that's exactly what I want to do. So. I'll um I'll reassess with my coach Craig Bishop when I get back home and um see see what he thinks I should do. Yeah, very much so. It is a certainly uh, you're treading water as a as a, a golfer, like a, I suppose most of golfers uh, in particular in Australia are in a faraway place, and we might be safe, but we're sort of not in the. If you're over in Europe, I've noticed there's plenty of golf being played over there. There was the mixed tournament over there in Sweden at the weekend as well. Who's your golfing idol, mate? Who is the one that you like to uh, look at, follow in the current day tour of, of world golf? Oh, I don't really have one, Tim, to is be honest. Right? Probably, um, you, no, I don't. Are you I not a golfing like nothing? Are you not a golfing nothing like me? See, I, I'm a European golfer. I'm not, no. Nah. Really? <laughs> I'm not. I was. I definitely was. It's worn off a little bit. I don't watch a whole lot of golf, but um, 
I'd say early early days, uh, Henrik Stenson was probably yes. was probably who I looked up to the most. Yes. Um, I just like his his cool, calm attitude, and uh, I do like to laugh at his his spits every now and then when he snaps his clubs and whatnot. <laughs> um, but no, nah, he's he's pretty cool. But no, nah, big fan of of Jason Scrivener and what he's doing, and um, you know he's a good friend of mine as well. So I'm fortunate enough to play with him a fair bit when he's home, and 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 he's always um, up to giving me some tips and and helping me out. Uh, with my game as well. Yeah, well, it's funny you mentioned those two because Stenson was the host of the event the other day and Scrivener was tied for the lead, turning for home and had a terrible run in, had a, had a terrible had a terrible time of it and ended up finishing back in the pack. But he's a very good golfer and he's enjoying some uh, great re- uh, results for the best part and he uh, could very well be uh, in the big race uh, the big race to uh, some of the big money later in the year. So you're not a golfing nuffy. That's interesting because I'm not an American golf fan. I can't stand American golf. I can't stand scores of 62, 63, 64. It looks like it's Mickey Mouse stuff, but European where they're different courses all the time, different conditions. Um, I'm a much bigger fan of the, of the European tour. And it sounds like you are too when you were, when you were up, when you're up into it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, European tour is definitely um, the better one to watch and the better one to support in my opinion. But yeah, no, I mean, I, I don't dislike it. I just, um, yeah. You know, there's no early morning wake-ups to watch the golf anymore <laughs> like, like they used to be, unfortunately. <laughs> Good on you, mate. All right, enjoy your couple of days with the better half, mate. Uh, congratulations on the win up there at Sporting Park at the Weed End, Hayden Barron, and we look forward to following your journey and hopefully things uh, work out for you in the not-too-distant future and you can have a plan and golf can get back to some normality in this crazy world we're living in. Yeah, thanks very much, Tim. Appreciate you having me on, and yeah, thanks for the kind words, yeah, mate. good on you, mate. He's a good fella. Hayden Barron, he's a, an amateur, but you've got a feeling there might be some big time as a pro whenever that comes, but it sounds like he's a patient young man, which is a, a good sign for anyone in that industry. We'll take a break. We'll come back. On this wet old Tuesday, this is the Sporting Goss.